Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. So what's going on, Success Edge listeners? Tyler McCart. Yep, I'm back. Episode, I believe I'm on episode either 116 or 117. (laughs) And if you knew what I was doing... Obviously, I'm driving, but I am in northern Indiana, actually uh, New Paris, Indiana, right now. And me and the Holy Spirit just got done having our quiet time to, uh, this morning together. And he had some specific direction for me. And so I wanted to come at you. And just talk to you, like we were riding in the car, and I'll probably even allude to that. Uh, but yeah, wow, this is uh, fun times. I just bought, I just had to go and buy uh, this headphone set right here from the DG baby, the Dollar General. Yes, the Dollar General. And uh, but hey, good times. And I know that uh, this episode is going to be pretty fun and just um, just maybe kind of a little bit of a resurrection of the Success Edge podcast and maybe kind of how the format might kind of unveil. We're just going to allow this to flow, right? Allow this to flow. And I say that with all intentions of teaching or at least sharing that's probably more I don't want to teach I just just want to share I want to share what I'm learning I want to share what I'm experiencing in my Christian walk because well let's kind of get into it because yesterday uh, I had to be I had to be reminded uh, by the Holy Spirit that there is a there's an anointing on my life there's a gifting on my life there is a something on my life I and I I don't know where all this will lead I just know there's anointing on my life to be able to share the word and share what I'm learning and what I've applied in my life with people and God uses that and it's not me being all uppity muckety and saying, oh, you know, Tyler's something else. Tyler's just, you know, trying to boast about, you know, what Tyler does. Man, none of this happens in my life without God Almighty. None of it. And I just always want to be very clear about that, that God's the one that is orchestrating this whole thing. And he's the one that receives all the glory and honor for any success that happens in my life and any kind of gift that I have or any kind of anointing that I have in my life, it all flows from him. He's the one that gives it to me. He's the one that delivers it to me. Praise the Lord. And I am extremely thankful for that. So 
Let's talk about yesterday. And then I also want to share something else with you guys. So yesterday, I I did not plan on flying to South Bend, Indiana on Thursday night. But due to some situation or due to, you know, a unexpected uh, amount of income that came in to me uh, by resource, uh, that it allowed me the opportunity to make a direct flight to northern Indiana. And the reason why I'm telling you that is because my family, uh, Amy, Tyler Jr., Trinity, Timothy, Taylor, have been up here uh, since, well, we actually all got up there. We actually dropped the kids off on uh, was it Thursday of last week uh, because today is what's today today is July ooh, 29th yep July 29th and by the way it's about uh, 8:57 in the morning but anyway on uh, last Thursday we dropped the kids off with mr. miss Ellis uh, who's Amy's uh, mom and dad and we dropped them off and kind of uh, went on to our business conference and headed up that way and had a great uh, time in, in Louisville, Kentucky uh, with our business team uh, that we're a part of. And uh, man, just majorly blessed to be associated with that group. And then Amy and I, Sunday, uh, drove back up here to northern Indiana to spend some time with uh, the Ellis's and the family and celebrate actually uh, my brother-in-law's birthday and uh, and then go from there. I actually flew back early in the morning, which that was a whole other story in itself, a favor of my human error booking the wrong ticket, <laughs> booking the wrong ticket uh, or date um, to uh, to fly back. I actually booked my ticket the week prior, unknowingly. And by the way, I'm. Now, this is a first. Holy cow. I have never seen this before, but this is definitely a first. So I'm just rolling past uh, a Amish family, and they have a, not a horse-drawn buggy, but a horse-drawn boat. Yes. I'm, I literally saw three, four people, four little girls in black outfits and there was a seat on the front though uh, for the maybe mom and dad but they were literally in a boat <laughs> only in northern Indiana up here in Amish country wow so fun times but anyway so I booked the wrong uh, flight a week prior not knowing that I had done that, and then I looked to go to check in uh, for that Wednesday because I was going to fly out at five o'clock of what I thought, and realized, hey, I had not done that correctly. Well, immediately I didn't freak out uh, because I knew I needed to be back home on Wednesday, and because I had meetings uh, on t t Thursday, but I didn't freak out. Uh, I just said. You know, I, I looked over at Amy and I said, well, looks like I made a mistake, but you know what? The favor of God rests upon me, baby. So <laughs> all is well and everything's going to work out to my favor. So it did work out uh, at about 1245 in the morning. 
yeah, I did say that, 12.45 in the morning with Delta, that they actually allowed me to transfer that flight that I had missed the week prior in my error, and they allowed me to fly out bright and early at 6.15 from Fort Wayne, Indiana, back to Atlanta. So Amy and I uh, were on the road headed to Fort Wayne at 4 in the morning. Oh, man, what a day that was. Uh, so anyway, uh, then Flash Forward has some great meetings and so forth uh, with my job, favor on Thursday that took place. Uh, another favor thing that happened, you know, God's favor just being upon me is, um, you know, we had uh, a large uh, layoff within my company and a lot of people lost their jobs and you know, obviously, I, my a lot of prayer, a lot of thoughts, a lot of you know, just uh, speaking favor and speaking blessings upon you know a lot of people that were that are friends and that are were colleagues and that lost their jobs. And actually, great salespeople lost their jobs, and great support people lost their jobs uh, with the company I work for, and just uh. You know, corporate America and business is just done that way. And unfortunately, you know, if you're not prepared for that, if you're, you know, if your self-image and everything you have is wrapped up into your job, it is a not fun thing, okay? Because you start to freak out and you start to really, you know, you know your world just falls apart. And, you know, I had one, one young lady that, you know, she was just very emotional about it. She was doing very well with her job. Uh, she was learning, developing skills that she needed to advance and advance actually the, in her pipeline with sales and so forth. And she was doing really well, but due to just, um, numbers and not maybe not having enough things in her pipeline or whatever it was you know she was let go um, I know of one I mean I know of several of the people that were let go they were actually top I'm like I'm talking like in the top you know one or two in their position uh, from last year got let go and so you know no one likes to see that but this young lady that I'm going back to just emotional about it and you know I was able to pr uh, pray with her um, and just briefly and you know bless her and let her know if she needed a reference but you know one thing I've learned is that God signs my paycheck and God is my 100% source my job is not my source my job is a resource that God uses to channel, you know, finances to me. It is only one aspect of my life that does that. But ultimately, God is my source. And I remember a uh, young lady, uh, Miss Shea Bynes, making the statement uh, on her podcast, Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. She said, you know, she had to learn that God is not a resource. God is the source not a resource. And that is a 
that's a far cry from where a lot of people, you know, live and hang their hat, so to speak, with just being able to sit there and they get up in the morning and the whole reason they get up is because they need to make money and they go off to a job that they do not like, they do not want to be a part of, and the whole reason they have that job is because of the almighty dollar bill and they serve the almighty dollar bill. Well, by the way, I'm going to take a quick drink of coffee right here. And All right. So because of that, they're miserable. They have miserable lives and they kind of become numb and they don't exactly operate in their giftings or callings that God has for them because they serve the dollar bill. They only think about how am I going to pay my bills? And and this wasn't even what I was going to talk about, <laughs> what I thought I was going to talk about, but I'm just going to flow. How about that, guys? Just going to flow. So, needless to say, um, when your when your self image and your your source is your job and your source is you know where whom provides for you, whether it be your own business. That could be, you know, your source or your God. I know that happened to me uh, with my own business. And you know what? You don't, you you don't flow. You have toil in your life. You have stress. You have anxiety. And those things kill you, literally. They eat away at you. They cause disease. Because, you know, if you think about the word di- uh, disease, it's dis-ease. So, you know, a.k.a. stress, a.k.a. frustration, <laughs> right? Because you're not at ease. And when you are not at ease and you're not at peace and you're not able just to relax, your body was never meant to do that and it causes dis-ease in your body, which leads to, obviously, what we call disease. So, you know, for me, guys, um, you know, I had to kind of navigate that this past, you know, week. You know, one of the gentlemen that I talked to, you know, he was totally at peace with it. You know, he was totally at peace uh, with, with the situation. And, you know, we were able to pray together about, you know, blessing him. And I mean, his wife was definitely a little... Uh, upset and a little maybe freaked out he said but you know honestly again where's your source who's your source and it's you have to you know look at that obviously it's not a fun thing but I was reading actually in the message bible um, the message version of James chapter 1 uh, verses 3 through 4 uh, I think I think it's a two, three, and four. But one of the things it says in the message, which I think is really good, is whenever those challenges or trials come, and you know you're supposed to count it all joy. Well, the reason why you count it all joy is because all of a sudden you get to see what's truly inside of you. You get to allow your faith or what is going on inside of you to be revealed. Whenever that challenge or trial or test comes. And God's not the one 
uh, putting that trial or test on you. Let me make that very clear. But, you know, when that trial or test comes, it allows for you to see what kind of faith is actually in you. And that is a, golly, I mean, I love reading that scripture passage and it just documents and it puts, communicates it so very well in the Message Bible. So, going back to my story, <laughs> boys and girls, <laughs> if you're still listening to this, so going back to Thursday, so Thursday night, Thursday night had an unexpected amount of money, uh, you know, show up uh, that I did not expect, but apparently God wanted me to fly back to northern Indiana to drive my family back home, all right, and because of that right there, um, I was able to book a one-way flight to South Bend, Indiana, and uh, fly out on Friday night. Well, had a great day on on Friday. You know, the Lord really blessed me uh, with Friday, uh, and I got on. I contacted my contacted Uber and got an Uber driver that came to pick me up, and her name was Betty. All right, and this is kind of a little bit of where I wanted to go with things. But Betty picked me up, and you know, Betty and I, we, you know, had a conversation. And this is why I, I just got reminded um, about doing the Success Edge podcast and doing it in my car and and so forth. And so as I'm riding down the road and Betty's taking me to, um, to actually the, um, to the airport, you know, we have a great conversation. Um, I find out that Betty is, is a Christian, um, and she was recently divorced and she's got, uh, I think two kids or maybe three. Well, she finds out that I'm a Christian because she starts asking me, she's, cause she's actually from a different country. She's actually from Kenya. And uh, she's she's just started recently. She's about two weeks into her Uber driving, and so forth. And you know, she's we just you know start making small talk, and you know we start talking about. I, obviously, I'm starting to ask. You know, wow, Kenya. You know, what made you come to America? And you know, how did that all come about? And she starts kind of telling me her story, and she starts telling me you know uh, some things. And she, then she asked me about have I ever been to a third world country before. And I, you know, told her, I said, well, not really. I mean, probably the closest thing that, that I would consider third world, you know, was visiting Israel, which technically Israel is not a third world country, trust me. But, you know, there, you know, there are certain areas uh, in there that are definitely um, very third world-ish uh, in areas. But majority of Israel, I'm not sitting there saying Israel is third world country by no stretch of the imagination but she found out that i'd visit israel so she started asking questions and i started asking her after she started asking me so many questions about israel like what, what's got you motivated to ask one about Israel? she said i would love to go to israel tyler and i'm like well that's cool and i said you know i and i just asked well why she says i you know i want to walk where jesus walked and so you know we just had a great conversation from there, and I got to share with her all the experiences that I had 
in Israel and how I was able just to walk where Jesus walked. I was able to see, have my quiet time off the Sea of Galilee. Uh, I was able to take a boat. I was able to swim in the Dead Sea. I was able to, you know, go to the Hill of the Skull and see, literally see Golgotha. Um, I was literally able to, you know, uh, go to the amphitheater or go to where the arena was at where Paul uh, appealed to King Agrippa to go to Caesar. There's just all these things that I was able to experience when I was 18 years old. And I remember that trip, you know, very vividly. And, you know, Betty made the comment. She said, you know, I, hey, I, I want to go. I know there's going to maybe, you know, I want to bring my kids as well. And I want to take them. And I know it's probably going to cost about, you know, $9,000. But, you know, hey, my God, you know, uh, owns the cattle of a thousand hills. And I know that he can, he can make that happen. And so that right there, that little comment right there, triggered me to kind of talk with Betty. And I'm going to take another quick drink of my coffee. So just sit tight. So here I am. I'm pretty much talking with Betty. And I just asked Betty, I said, well, you know, Betty, um, can I share some things with you? And she's like, absolutely. Um, I mean, she... She, she made the comment to me. She's like, man, Tyler, you live a blessed life. And I'm like, amen, sister. I do live a blessed life because, man, I'm the kid of a king and I'm royalty. All right. And I should live a blessed life. All right. And don't have time to go on that either. But, hey, if you're, if you're a believer, that's, that should be your life too. Evidence that you are the kid of a king. And how would a kid of a king live? A blessed life. So going back to Betty, so I, I just, I'm able just to share with her things and she starts asking questions about her, about how do you know your purpose or how do you know your gifts, um, and so forth. And I'm able to share with her about different, you know, about these different things. And then I share with her, you know, what I've been learning here, uh, lately about, you know, how that sometimes you can, you know, your dreams should not, uh, should be actually just put put to the side and allow God, you know, when God reveals a dream or reveals something, you know, a vision of your future to you or shows you something in your future, not to sit there and try to pursue it, you know, in your own means. Um, but you know, you have to allow the Lord, which, uh, this is in Psalms, I think 127, but you have to allow the Lord to, build the house or build the dream. I mean, if you go back to Psalms uh, 39, in the first couple verses uh, there, it talks about how that, you know, the God, you know, gives you the desires of your heart. That means he's the one that plants those inside of you. And then it goes in on down, on down, it says, and that he will bring them to pass. So not only God, you know, when you delight yourself in the Lord, not only does God you know, give you the desires, uh, of your heart. All right. But he's the one that's going to bring it to pass. He's the one that's going to bring that desire to pass. And I know for me personally that I have, um, 
when I've gotten a dream or gotten, you know, some uh, vision of, of something in the future, I know that, and this is what I've learned in, here as of recently, that I've ran ahead of that vision or I've been the one to say, all right, man, this is God ordained, man. So let's go make this happen right now. Let's, let's, let's charge forward and, you know, take this vision or make this vision happen or make this dream happen in my life. And that was never God's intent at all, because God's the one that's going to bring it to pass. And for me personally, I mean, I did that with, um, you know, my, my, one of my businesses and being able to chase, you know, and know that I was, would be financially independent, you know, in my life. But I was, I took that and I know God allowed me to open up my business and he told me to do, to do a certain bit, to do my business, my marketing business that I have. Um, and he even gave me the money <laughs> to actually do it, uh, as well. He provided that money, you know, without me having to, you know, uh, come up out of pockets, but I did not, my maturity level in the Lord is not what it was today, obviously. And so I just started to run and run with that vision. And I probably created, you know, an Ishmael and no telling how many times, you know, in the past that I've done that, but it was back, you know, you've heard my story in 2008 where I said, okay, you know what? I've got to put the brakes on and get back to my first love and start seeking the Lord and staying behind him and allowing him to lead this, this life that I have and not me. And so I was able to share this with Betty and share, you know, that God's the one that's going to bring dreams to pass. He's the one that's, you know, and where you need to leave your dreams is on the shelf and leave them there. And you can see them, but you just leave those dreams or those, you know, maybe prophetic things that have come into your life that someone maybe has spoken over you or has ministered to you or you know you know deep in your heart but you just keep it on the shelf and you just allow that dream to happen and, and I just recently had that to happen in my own life where that I was I'm was able to pull a dream back off the shelf and I'm just staying behind the Lord by the way I'm not getting ahead of it and I'm not trying to figure it all out but just being able to throw the hammer again and pursue that and you know I you know got a coach and that fell into place and I have the resources to pay a coach and I have you know the time to actually train and I was able to praise God you know if you've seen me on Instagram or you know on Facebook or Twitter or whatever it is you've seen that you know in my division uh, for the masters for track and field I was able to win my division of uh, the 35 to 39 year olds and be a national champion. I mean, hello, that's praise God. <laughs> and that's a, it's a blessing. But here's the thing, guys, is that I allowed, and it's not to my credit, but I just allowed God, God was the one doing it. God brought all that to pass. Yes, did I have to do some work? But you know what? There was no toil in it. There was no, there was no struggle in it. I just had to stay behind the Lord and allow him to lead me, you know, out. And I had to just be patient. I had to leave that dream on the shelf. I mean, and I'm still pursuing that. I'm still, you know, allowing the Lord to, 
again, reveal day by day, um, not try to outthink this and try to think, okay, well, what am I going to do, you know, in September or, you know, I'm going to probably have a plan, but I'm still going to allow the Lord to direct my steps on a daily basis. I'm not going to allow the plan. Wow. This is good right here. Wow. What a great thought. I'm not going to allow my plan to outthink God's plan and it won't override God's plan because if God said tomorrow, Hey Tyler, it's time to drop, you know, your training and drop the hammer. I would say, yes, sir. And it would be done and I would have peace about it. And, um, you know, obviously we'd talk about it, me and the Lord, but you know what? I would do it. I would do that. But Betty and I had this conversation and it just, you know, she, she just sparked in me just this thing about, you know, the anointing on my life of being able to speak to you guys in my car, because that's what we were doing. And I didn't have a Bible open. I didn't have any of that. I just was able to speak to Betty. Like I'm speaking to you guys right now, you, wherever you're at in your car, in your cubicle, in you know, in your kitchen, you know, in your bathroom, as you're taking a shower or whatever you're at, I was able to just talk to Betty like I am with you. And it was a great conversation and the anointing was there and God ministered to Betty and used me and ministered to me too. Okay. And then I got on the flight, uh, after Betty dropped me off, which I, you know, had just a great time with her. And she dropped me off at the airport, uh, was able to minister also and talk to Logan, a young man who's just turned 16 years, uh, years young. And, you know, he's got a really interesting situation, uh, with his family right now, but you know what, Logan, um, Logan, I was able to just share some advice and things that I've learned over the years with him. And he was willing to receive that and willing to you know, listen to that. I mean, he was a, you know, great young man and I bless Logan in Jesus name right now and his brother and, you know, just him having a great life. And I don't know if Logan will ever remember me or whatever he knew. He knows my first name, but, uh, who knows? But anyway, so in my quiet time this morning, as I'm, you know, reading the word and just, you know, reading Proverbs and reading, you know, um, my devotion, this morning, just praying and talking to the Holy Spirit and starting to journal. Uh, I, I'd read, you know, Chris uh, Volutin's book, uh, Developing a Supernatural Lifestyle. And I'm, I'm probably about three-fourths of the way through the book right now. And he just made a, I mean, he, he made a statement in there that uh, Bill Johnson had spoken to him about many years ago, but he had to be reminded of it in a dream. And the statement was, I don't, you know, I don't study to teach. I study to learn. And whatever's feeding me will feed them. And it all just kind of came together for me, you know, with the Holy Spirit just saying, Tyler, you know, what took place with uh, Betty, Betty just being ministered and her telling me, Tyler, you need to, you know, you need to be a preacher. And I don't, I don't believe I need to be a preacher. I, I can do this through a podcast. <laughs> I mean, granted, I'll, I'll come to your organization if it's a business. 
or a church or whatever it is, you know, or a Christian fellowship, whatever it is, I'll come there and speak, you know, but you know what? I, I know that there's a demand on my life and I know that God has got, you know, some awesome things, you know, that he wants me to do and I'll do them. So nevertheless, I, I'm like, you know what? I just, I just need to share with you guys, continue to share with you guys what I'm learning. All right. Not teach you something because I I don't feel like that. I'm, uh, I don't feel like I'm anointed to teach. I feel like I'm anointed to share. What am I experiencing? Just the stories in my life. I've, I've just in my, in my time of, you know, just even any kind of speaking, I've learned that I don't have like this, you know, three points in a poem. All right. Um, I believe that where the anointing kind of flows with me and my, you know, uh, is sharing my experiences, sharing what God is teaching me, uh, sharing what I'm learning about and just sharing those things. And not thinking that I have to teach you something, but just sharing those experiences, you know, that might help you out and encourage you. Okay. And, you know, that's, that's what I wanted to share today. So I took a little car ride this morning, um, as I'm up here with my in-laws and, uh, we're going to fly back to Georgia, uh, to, or not fly back. Well, it will be flying in my, uh, by the way, brand new 2018, uh, Honda Odyssey, praise the Lord, we paid cash for, that God supernaturally uh, gave us the money for, haha, man, living in the kingdom is awesome, I tell you what, it is awesome, but gang, I love you guys, I appreciate you, and you know what, I'll catch you on the other side. If you feel inspired to take your God-given skills to the next level, Download our free report called The Five Tools That Every Marketplace Christian Needs to Crush It in Their Career. God loves when we use the abilities He's blessed us with to do amazing work in the marketplace. So download your report by visiting the successedge.biz tools right now. And we'll see you on the next episode of The Success Edge.